You're a holiday powerhouse. You host the dinners, shovel neighbors, sidewalks, and make everything from scratch. You definitely don't need help making the holidays happen. But Dunkin's Holiday Blend Coffee? A warming medium roast complete with sweet notes of dried fruit and molasses. Or a cranberry orange muffin made with real cranberries just might convince you a little help never hurt. Especially the hot caffeinated kind. America runs on Dunkin'. Present participation may vary. Limited time offer. Terms apply. Hmm. Brought to you by Grow Generation. Today's episode of The Cantina is... Whether on Dagobah or Tatooine you are, everything you need to grow right where you are, they have. Later in the episode, more on them you will hear. <laughs> Welcome to a galaxy far, far away. Here at the Cantina Podcast, we provide top-shelf service, including rumors, leaks, news, and reviews. Come in, order a Lomineo, and remember, no droids allowed. And welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the Cantina, uh, the Genreverse Podcast Network's Star Wars show. That That's it. It's Star Wars. <laughs> and if we're, there's news, we're usually talking about that, the occasional leak or or something that interesting that we, we've seen or heard about Star Wars. But right now, not a lot of new news. Pro- probably a good thing given the last couple months, but we are we are reviewing the book, book of Boba Fett. This week marks cha- chapter three. Wait, I don't want to get shot by Nazis, so I'll do it. Do it this way. <laughs> oh, <laughs> come on, guy. The, uh, yeah, there you go. Go yeah, that, that, yeah, uh, yeah. Glorious bastards. Right, I, I didn't. I didn't get that. Sorry. Uh, Inglorious uh, bastards. In, yeah. in Germany, how they hold up three three fingers, and then in Glorious Bastards, the the uh, spy holds up the very very, you know, normal Common to use. most mm-hmm. English right. speaking people. Of right, this. I get it. Right. Uh, having I've only in, seen the film once because I, I yeah, love well, it for a time. I, film, so. I actually usually do eat this or this as kind of like an odd, odd one, yeah. and then but I usually do do this. Yeah, I would of, do that. But I I had time as a kid in Germany. I had friends with German parents, and then stationed in Ger- Germany my, myself, and I I picked it up enough. That that I'll do it from time to time. So Anyways. welcome to travels around yeah. the world. And, <laughs> and finger things. We will be going through the the universe. Fun with fingers for three, four, and five this week. <laughs> and our special oh letter will be the letter E. Yeah. Oh man, guys. Uh, as you can t- tell, we like to have a lot of fun here. Uh, I'm Kyle, the Scottish guy over there. Was Cam and the the. the the other guy wearing wearing the Superman man hoodie is Shocky. What's up, bud? Not too much. You guys, uh, how, how, how you guys uh, uh, feeling now? Now we're we're deep into twenty twenty two two. You know, two two weeks into J- January. Book of Boba Book of Boba Fett's three weeks in, and and people are already wondering about what's what's next. But Cam, just how, how's your how's your twenty twenty two going so far, man? In in the entertainment world, not in real life. Real life sucks. <laughs> Right. Um, I, I mean, the guest. I don't know. I'm going to watch Eternals tonight because that's the first time it's been on Disney Plus. Um, I didn't see good it. Luck. At theaters. It's a good uh, movie to fall asleep to. You're gonna. It's I watched. Gonna, I watched it's make it easy. Theaters, um, which wasn't quite as bad as Kel said, but it wasn't great either. But my kids liked it. Um, so yeah, I don't know. Dexter's been all right, but yeah, the the kind of highlight for me probably is at the moment is Pickable Buffet. Yeah. Oh, No Way Home. No Way Home's the the highlight. 
I'm kind of think I saw it pre pre. I saw it in 2021, man. That's fucking so yeah. last year. That movie. oh, that's right. It was 2021. <laughs> God, what am I thinking? Jeez, exactly. How- See. How's how's Shockey's 2022 going? Well, Ta-da. apparently not that good. I'm still living in 2021. <laughs> yeah. You know, but yeah, I mean, it's just um, Book of Boba Fett pretty much for me since it's No Way Home was it. Um, yeah, I might watch Eternals tonight too to put me to sleep. You know, <laughs> Christine. Christine. Christine hasn't watched it yet. Yet she's she knows that I didn't like what yeah. I saw. So I, this is how my this is how yeah. my 2022 is going right now. My wife ordered me a buffalo cauliflower sandwich, which she thought was a buffalo chicken sandwich for lunch. So it's not going nice. too well, guys. Nice. Uh, I've never had buffalo cauliflower. That's awful. Yeah, I tried it. It's it's not it's not good. <laughs> it's not. not, <laughs> no, it's, not. It's, it's not. You might dig it, but I I did, didn't. Anyways, guys. Uh, now now that we're we're anyway, all Boba done, Fett. done <laughs> catching Boba, up yes. with stuff. Uh, Boba Fett, where? where? Um, haha. Uh, so, B- Book of Boba Fett Chapter Three is is getting some, some mixed reactions on online due due to some due yeah. to some stuff. Um, just kind of like the the show the the show in general has been getting mixed re- reactions. A lot of people really like a, a lot of stuff, yeah. but there's a lot of people like me that have like these glaring issues with with it that just can't get away away from because that that's what it is but mm-hmm. it's starting to become grating to to me i'm, I'm not sh- sure about others i you know i really re- really want to like the the show more than i do um like honestly if if i wasn't doing the cantina after seeing this a- episode if I wasn't doing this show, I think I think I would be actually willing to stop, wait for the rest rest of it to come out and before just I watched it anymore. Binge it watch it so that you can get the full. I I can no get that. Joke, so not giving man. it up completely, but you kind of not enjoying the the weekly yeah. format. I get that. Not not for this that. not for this one. There's plenty I mean, of shows that I do, but not not I'm this kinda, one. Three episode rule almost. <laughs> I'm kind of still liking the story, but I have had some issues as well, but I'm still engaged with the story. So like, yeah. the script's good, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, not so loving some of the way it's execution. been put forward. Yeah. Execution's perfect. That's the word I'm looking for. Yeah. Here's where like, I, I kind of feel you on this, is that the story, the, the, you know, is is good so far. Here's where it bogs. Like I think is is holding me back for saying this is amazing. Is that the restrictions and the protocols that were put in place to film during COVID? You can see this now. All right. Mm-hmm. If you notice that uh, Tamora Morrison and Ming Na Wen are the only two together unmasked. Everyone else yeah. who comes in close contact is masked up you can see now after three they're episodes, masked up and yeah, yeah. Or, or yeah right they put their mask on you could see the social distancing everything is so spaced out there's no real connectedness um even like the interaction between tamora morrison and danny trejo i i was watching that scene and i noticed they stay separated the entire time and so for me there's that lost connectivity amongst yeah. the characters um i think the reason why people are like prefer the Tuscan Raider scenes is because the Tuscan Raiders are all masked up to more so they can kind of so they can get closer together and the shorts and, are kind of every yeah, shorts shots are kind of wide isn't it yes you know, yes and so it, you're kind of lost you, you, yeah it, there's no action because you can't 
you at this point in time they they didn't want to take the risk by having all the you know everybody fighting each other getting in close contact with each other and then somebody risk getting covid and shutting down production so yeah. it's it's and they were surely the, the volume. you know yeah. i mean they could have been really safe by just having it go my name is Boba fett i'm going to tell you my story and it just it's just some guy telling his story you know right yeah no one would like it but right you know, exactly yeah. I, I, you know, I don't know. It's like funny because Robert Rodriguez, I remember <laughs> directors do this, producers do this. You know, he was saying it's going to over deliver. He was really hyping it up, you know, before. Mm, yeah, before that was release. a tough one. And I, I kind of not quite seeing that at the moment. And yeah, I, I don't think I'd really noticed what you were talking about until you said that. Um, yeah, Mike, putting that together. Up. And. Yeah, I see it now. I think you're right. I think that's where oh, that disconnect is for a lot of fans is because it you, might be part of it's it. It's because there's there's not really a whole lot of interaction with characters. It's very short and quick scenes when he when you see tomorrow with with new characters or anybody. And so um, it, it it's all due to COVID protocols. And so hopefully the second and another thing too is that I think we've learned from Mandalorian is that the first half of each season is kind of the buildup and then everything's, you know, yeah. loaded for the second half. So I think we're going to get more of that uh, kind of with Book of Boba Fett where the second half is going to be loaded with more of those aha moments or wow moments. Well, I think um, we're, you know, given what happened this week, we're going to see him ride a rancor at some point, right? Oh, <laughs> I mean, that, that's but, going to happen. And it's funny because it's one of the only scenes that we kind of, that there was a leak about, if you like. Right, exactly. Somebody had said... You know, because we didn't know for sure, but I had we had reported it on the site to say that you know, I think it was Star Wars Newsnet had said um, you know there's a scene where you know Boba Fett and it, they didn't know whether he was fighting against it, he was on it, but there was a big mm-hmm. rancor scene, and then you know the rancor turns up this week, and you're like, okay, yeah, I yep. can see where that's going. Yep, um, it's it's. There, there's other other th- things that that I have issues with, but like you said, Shaki, you can you can see those those things, and you start noticing the the blocking afterwards. Mm-hmm. I went back back and looked at a few few things. Those that don't know what blocking is, talking about where uh, people and props and and things are placed Space, on mm-hmm. on set uh, for, for the point point of view from 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 the audience, whether it's camera or, or stage. Uh, but the blocking is very very. Not what you would expect, and, right. and very, very off when it's you know not masked up people. Let me ask you guys this though: Did you notice it the same last week? Because last week we had a different director, right? It it's the same. There's, 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 sim- there's similar yeah. when they've got people. Uh, yeah. That that's why there's so much. Uh, um, First off, so much like he, like Shaki pointed out, the Tuscan flashbacks, mm-hmm. but also why why there's so few human characters interacting with Ming Na and and Boba Fett right. or humanoid, uh, anything that that can put put a mask on or put a map, you know, put a face over, that that's what you see them inter- interacting with, with, and when it's humans or, or humanoids, there's a lot more distance. Thing. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, because I was I talking it. to when I was talking to uh, Corey um, from Convoy Call and formerly KRT. Shout out to those guys. Oh yeah. Um, you know, he he mentioned it to me at first, like you know, 
you know, remember that, you know, because I was telling him, we were talking about how, you know, I was kind of mixed on it. And he's like, well, think about it this way. Remember they were filming it like right during the height of, of COVID um, when all the protocols were really in place, you know, prior to this, it was more or less wear a mask when you can't, but there wasn't anything like about six feet distance. So like Mando season two finished up right before the COVID shut down hit they mm. did a couple things yeah. after but there so we got that so this was the first show to really implement those rules and he's like you know notice that how different it is from mando and then, so I, you know i went back and watched the first episode saw that then second and third episode now i'm like yeah it, it's you know it's it's tough it, it's we're really seeing it i mean you know the effects of the the Protocols the question is, do, do we give them leeway for that, or you tr or try? No? But I mean, there's you, you other can try, yeah. issues. You can try, but you can only call. Like, you see it as well, but but yeah, mm -hmm. Kyle. I mean, let's. What are some of these other issues? Because I think we well, may agree on some of these things, and maybe not others. <laughs> so, um, I guess. Well, so one one of the let me finish writing this this down real, real quick. Um, one one of the things I pointed out pointed out in the last couple episodes were, were things that take me out of out of the uh galaxy far far away out of the mm -hmm. star wars universe i mentioned the boston boston dynamics dogs the mouse nice. the uh train technology saying the train is okay in and of itself but the engine room yep. trying to replicate the steam engine and mm -hmm. the boiler uh uh shots and stuff like that that was just it, it was too much and <laughs> And then this week, oh my God! This, this week we we got uh, the the hot Viking uh, teenagers from Tatooine versus the hot rotting teenagers from Dimension X. Shout out to the T TMNT. Uh, and lo, lo and behold, this swoop gang speeder bike gang gang uh, is. They're, they're riding motorcycles, uh, decked out as as Mike sh shared uh, in a um, uh, shout out to the uh, mod uh, scene yeah. from the uh, '60s. Saw a bit of a revival in the '80s uh, mm -hmm. there in the uh, UK, mostly in England. Did this spread up north, Cam? Did, did you oh, know yeah, some mods? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean, well, not um, me personally, but like yeah. I remember them when they were young because they all wore the same jackets. Mm. Um, so, yeah. Um, and then uh, th these these bikes, they're they, man. For, first off, they really dragged down that ch chase scene. They're maneuvering yes. the, that was the effects. Oh my with it. god! To me, it but felt not, like they needed to speed that up. Yes. Yeah, you know, absolutely. But they're so bulky. Literally, th this is all they did. They took uh, Earth motorbikes. And took the wheels off and gave it a flat butt bottom. That is it. That that is it. It's got all the same but bot. Yeah, they added some extra shit. Got it. Got it, guys. I'm oversimplifying. I'm, I'm tracking. And that's to the audience. These guys aren't judging me like you you are. Anyways, uh, uh, they they're just bikes. And so he, here it is again. Another another week and another episode and another big thing. Where, dude, I, I'm down with the te teens. I'm down with the modifications. I think yeah. the, some of the modifications didn't uh, – the effects didn't ma ma go very, very well. But I'm fine with, with everything except the goddamn bikes. Well, I didn't even it, like the land speeder. Oh, the land speeder oh, the land, looked, too, well, looked that like a also Cadillac. looked bad too. too. I mean yeah. it looked nothing like Luke's land speeder in A New and Hope. Like, well, I think like it was supposed to be a bit more market. 
Right, but still, like, which is a piece of shit, of, you know. So to, it's like but genuinely somebody point. driving about in a Cadillac to someone having a, you know, hey, it's my first car, you know. Right. But. but 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 to Kyle's point, right? When you watch A New Hope and you see that land speeder, crappy land speeder or not, it still looks like something out of this world. But then yeah. when you watch this episode, I mean, he's got a normal steering wheel and he's steering mm-hmm. it just like a, a like a, a normal car. It's got the same type of grill front that you would see on a you know an old school 50s, 60s you know Cadillac types you know ordeal. And so with that, with the the bikes, I was like, this is a, this is a scene from ET where the kids are riding their bicycles, you know, trying mm-hmm. to outrun the the you know the cars. Yeah, and it just doesn't make any sense or whatever. You know? I felt. I felt it was trying to harken back because here they try to do the the crime. Finally, we're we're almost done with the Tuscans stuff, because uh, lo, lo and behold, what everyone saw coming a million miles right. away, village de- village destroyed. Yeah, I was uh, kind of the point disappointed though with that. that but how little, like, yes. it was just how little, how little, yeah, to, yeah. Kind of mourns a lot, but his acting's great in that scene. Yeah, Don't get me wrong, good. the way he sells it all, we just the facial expressions, some, something. I was kind of a little bit quick, and that's kind of something. Yeah. I was kind of expecting that we were going to build up to. You're like, maybe this week is a big dramatic right. thing, and it kind of was just done. So yeah. I, I took that. Uh, we finally get to the crime boss stuff because uh, they're talking about the map. She says you're part of a family. We get the the eating scene. Uh, the word tributes thrown around a c- couple of times. Gift is d- done. I saw the chase scene as as scenes from. Some of those old organization or organization or organized crime movies where there's a chase through a Chinatown or little, little mm-hmm. Italy. Some people are on bikes and the the gangsters are in their their car. That's kind of what I I felt they're hearkening back to, which in in a way is almost kind of bad on the the showrunners and and directors for kind of quick whiplash from western to gangster film you know what i'm saying like, mm-hmm. it's not blended as as well as i think it could could have been right yeah um i'm down I think with instead of the bikes it, if the they blend. were gonna, yeah i think instead of the bikes if they if they use some sort of creature you know to to chase after i think it's more believable to me you know yeah. but even i mean you know like fair, tom, the, the bikes would have worked if they just looked like bikes that not very Swoops, really poor yeah. people would have i mean that's the thing where maybe the mayor's car doesn't bother me as what well. i even said car yeah. there you go but <laughs> the, the mayor's speeder doesn't bother or like his his aid speeder doesn't bother me as much because they've got money right and yeah. it looks yeah. out of place it doesn't fit tatooine but I'm, I kind of I let it go because of, because of that. What I don't get though is again fine with these teens, you know, mm-hmm. they were quite cool actually. Apart from that, but they must be skint. They were still having to steal water, you know, basically. Mm-hmm. So they're these are poor. They would have, you know, it would be more like hot candy-colored bikes, a, right. you know, bits put together. It would look like shit, but probably run like a million right. miles exactly. an hour. Yeah. That's what they would have. Not these kind of weird the 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 speeder bike well, I don't the think Falcon. they're I don't think they're necessarily poor. I know that the really weird thing about those characters is that they kind of wanted to classify them as poor, but at the same time too, they spend all their money on That's true. modifying yeah. themselves. It, or so it's kind of like you're. So I don't feel bad for you. Fuck you. You sell that. Yeah, you're I mean, spending you could, your you money. Could you could have bought. You're yeah, almost right. like a, no, a real millennial. You know. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's almost like a real <laughs> mismanaging money. You know. Left yeah. As actually. Yeah. You know, so I think oh. they nailed that one right there. Um, <laughs> but the, what the whole thing that, that I don't know if you guys if, but to me 
what the the whole thing that bothered me was they do the whole chase scene and right then and there boba lands on his jetpack i'm like you mm-hmm. tell me he couldn't just lift it off <laughs> on his jetpack and land it on where the, <coughs> like, like landing a torpedo like i played oh, battlefront 2 way too really? much yeah because I, pl- I i think i played battlefront 2 way too much because w- whether you're one of the the jetpack stormtroopers or you're boba fett you basically use the jetpack and you can go a very far distance and you know mm-hmm. land in front of it you know your opponents and take them out and then jump right back to wherever you need to oh, so it's just it's just like how how does uh uh chrysanthemum or whatever how you pronounce it how the, how the fuck does he get get past all of those those people only for for all of those people then to c- come back and and be like, see that was I don't uh, see that there's so there's so many there's so many little things that are a- adding uh, up. I love that fight just, scene though. Oh, it's a great fight uh, yeah, fight scene. Yeah, I like the fight scene. Yeah, yeah that's the problem. I, it's just the I needed to see a... like the some of the teens knocked un- unconscious. Picking a, a, yeah, picking a lock. You know, like... some <laughs> some something because I just that they really are the making it. They are making it look, look like Boba Fett is the most inept person ever. <laughs> well, uh, they, at, they at least are. the people that he's yeah. employing are inept anyway. Um, do you know what uh, I mean? You've if got you hire it, if you hire idiots, true, true. You, I know. You know. <laughs> um, I mean, and so, I don't think they are trying to portray them as as idiots, but no, it's just as you say, don't, they don't give us a. How does he get there? You know, I, I felt I'm like okay with that. that. Almost like he jumped to a dream. I'm okay and the other thing it's I didn't like, like he... about BK was when they let him go at the end. You know, this is oh. this big mean ass bounty hunter, and he starts <laughs> running like a little See, dog think... away. I didn't like that. I thought. I he think that, that sets up for a spinoff. I think that well, the, that's what. We're... But he yeah. should have walked away because he's a badass and like looked back, went hmm, you know, and walked away. Mm. He doesn't need to run away, you know. And it looked stupid when he ran. It was like. Maybe he needed a ride. Maybe he was like, "Wait, Hutz twins, I need a ride." Yeah, <laughs> yeah but that, you know, that's exactly what it was like. Oh, oh, guys, guys! But he didn't even go the same direction as them. He just kind of like wanders off. I, I want to see a spin-off yeah. where it's like ten years later and Black Costantin is still, still running across that desert. So yeah, I <clears throat> that's those, that's really my biggest gripe so so far is there's little writing issues where like i say there's uh like a, a tone sh- shift i mentioned that in the fir- first episode or where you're really just just not utilizing th- things to their their uh most potential but the biggest thing is just con- constantly being ripped out of star star wars yeah and i you know look there there's my dad I was telling him about about this. Uh, he's he brought up Battlestar Galactica. And I was like, Dad, Battlestar Galactica though is commenting on humans and two two things pr- primarily: war and and techno- technology, uh, and things that we were very freaked out about in the in seventies, eighties, and then the reimagining did a great job. I was like, I expect commentary that's yeah. not really a escapism right. that's that's commentary on on uh, contemporary stuff and, you know BSG this is supposed so. to be escapism star wars is ne- never i don't care what people think do t- today star wars was o- always meant to be escapism that's why all of the shit in it it comes back from classical sto- stories and world war ii too you know like that that's yeah. it that's it 
that there's there's no hippie movement here. here. There's no Vietnam ish, issue here. There's no, nothing from 1977 truly other than clothes and hair <laughs> reflected in Star Wars. And well, I mean, it's one of the reasons the, the film, the original film, was so popular because yes. movies at that time were very going so dark political. and yes. going so political and everyone had to have a commentary and don't get me yeah. wrong, they were making it's some fine. fucking oh, yeah. damn good films in the 70s, oh my god but Gold. it wasn't, you know it was the kind of films that people our age loved, you know there wasn't anything to get kids into theatres and get them excited about it and Star Wars gave people that escapism mm-hmm. because it was it was fantasy again it was the pirate the hero, the princess, the evil mm-hmm. lord, you know what I mean? And that's ultimately what, what Star Wars is about. And yeah, okay, it's yeah. branched out a little bit now and we're, we're supposed to be exploring the underworld. I'm fine with that, but as you mm-hmm. say, th- these things could easily have been designed differently. So whoever's designing for Book of Boba Fett, I think they're, they're doing a bad job of, yeah. of that. You know, it's not the story. I don't think I've got an issue with what John Favreau's writing on the page. Overall, I think really. I've got an issue with what Robert Rodriguez is putting on the screen so far, specifically because I think I enjoyed episode two far more, and it wasn't him that directed that. So you know, I'm, I'm not having a go specifically because I love these episode in the Mandalorian. But you know, when you watch a Robert Rodriguez film, there's a cheapness to it, right? Mm-hmm. You know that. I think it works for him. It's his style. That doesn't work in Star Wars, you know, and some of it looked cheap, what we saw this week. And I I just don't like that. that. Shocker, is there any other gripes you wanted to get out the way before we take a quick break and come back with some positives? (laughs) Yeah. um, It's what the hell is with Tatooine? Why is everything on? I was expecting. So, you know, like the Kenobi show, we're, we're like very fearful that we're, gonna just watch kenobi be on tatooine the entire time Mm -hmm. like that's now my gripe with this show is like i was hoping that you know both that sets up java you know or sets up as the the gangster but at least he's got his ship let's see him go to another planet or two and stuff but it seems like everything deals with tatooine and it's like and even the you know the huts say it's like leave tatooine there's nothing here like what is with this planet? I can't wait for the Pikes to show like, hey, there's really a, you know an immense amount of gold here, and you guys never deal about it or something. Or but you know, I think it's, the, a, the it's, a, it's a hubbub of the underworld. It's somewhere where you can go and do business. So whoever but I think it, if you're gonna do a show, but they're not even wealthy. using that to right, the advantage. Yeah. Why haven't we yeah. been to not Nal Hutta Narshada? Right, exactly. Why haven't we been any anywhere? Other than most fucking Espa. <laughs> maybe we will. Maybe we will. But yeah, I get it. But we're oh, three episodes in. We, went to like, we are. Did you notice we the are. Mandalorian cameo character in the background? Yeah, yeah. I think that was to tell us um, that he had been with the Tuscans for five five years. I think that yeah, answered that was it. Mm-hmm. When he comes into the city, uh, into Mos Espa, wearing the black uh, cloak from the Ra- Raiders, yep. and we see them pounding in the spike. That's five. So <coughs> you know, that's a it? long time at the village. Oh, I, I would have liked to see that. The mechanic walking by with yep. little with our droids, episode one droid, droids. Yep. So yeah. All right, guys. Well, we're going to take a quick word from from uh, Grow Gener- Generation, and uh, we'll talk better on the other side. Grow Generation, where the pros go to grow. The Grow Generation commercial team is armed with industry-leading professional consultants. Grow Generation's team will help you fully manage any size or scale project. 
They offer turnkey facility designs, cultivation room design and on-site project consultation. Go to www.growgeneration.com where the pros go to grow. So let's say, right, see if, if I don't know if we're going to come into the break <laughs> yeah, now. No, we're, we're coming in, but you, you keep talking. I can just keep talking. Mando see, season two thing. <laughs> the, 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 the worry for, you know, for me would be, in a logical sense, if Boba leaves to go somewhere, then Fennec has to go with him because she's like bodyguard supremo, right? right? Mm-hmm. Whoever, anyone could just basically go, well, Palace is mine now, fuck you, Boba Fett. Uh, I'm the new Diomo. Um, because that's literally, there's no one there. He, he doesn't have a, a power base built up, and I think, therefore, I think what they're doing is we're recruiting people this week. And I think, honestly, by, by maybe it'll be season two, maybe the end of season one, I think Mr. Christanton will be back and he'll be working for Boba. I think you're going to end up with a, a Jabba-like menagerie, if you like, of, of mm-hmm. people uh, and, and bad sorts kind of working all for Boba Fett. But I think right. this season is about him building that and that's why he needs to be on, on kind of touching for the moment. But I think whoever is controlling events or conspiring against them, the, the kind of the spoke in his wheel, is absolutely someone off planet. I would, I would guess it's well, CD Crimson Dawn. Yeah, um, I, I can say say that this, you know, to kind of get things in, into a positive positive spin. They did finally show Boba Fett to be a, a true bad guy. Mm-hmm. Dude wants to set prices, like actually use his authority to to dictate what a private business do, does with with its. That is like the most in, in nefarious th- thing on earth. Per, not can't I can't abide by by that. So finally, he's a bad guy. <laughs> but you know that's what gangsters do. do you yeah, know what I mean? Exactly. In some ways, um, you know, he wants he wants to control it. He wants people to know that you know that he's running things. And oh yeah, that, yeah. You know, I you just wanted to make a, a don't fuck about. So socio-political statement about how much of a, a capitalist pig I am. There's no, there's no politics. No, no, they they dragged me. It. They dragged they dragged me right back here to, to, to Terra. I'm, I'm to here, here on Earth. And and I'm here on Earth with the with the Boston Dynamics dogs and the fucking mice and and now you're you're dealing with my contemporary political idea ideology. Laissez faire, motherfucker. Anyways, uh, so <laughs> things that I really am li- liking about this show show there's there is so many good good things here. Even though the Fett character isn't what I would have done done or what I would have right. liked to see. What they have built is is good. Good. The Tuscan stuff, I thought, kind of you know lowering the amount that we get. I didn't expect it all to end here. I thought maybe episode four or five yeah. would be the last Tuscan stuff we we would see. Right. This was just not where we rip the band aid off, you know, cut the cord, yeah. whatever, whatever. But uh, the the action set pieces in the first couple of episodes especially the ch- uh train cha- chase which was great the uh you know the um uh god what do they call it not a train rob anyways heist. um heist there there you mm-hmm. go um that that was that was great uh it's just these little things that just keep adding up between the storage choices like we we brought out uh, in the in the last segment to some of those set and prop ch- choice choices 
But I'll tell you, tell you what, I dug seeing Danny Tre- Trejo. Yeah, <laughs> that was a good surprise. As the rain- Rancor, yeah, I, I didn't even think about what Rodriguez might, br- or what, who Rodriguez might br- bring with him. Would he bring Trejo in? in Does into, he just keep on Russell's next Walker? week? You, you know, did, yeah, did, 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 did they somehow get Banderas into the damn Star Wars universe, like, oh my god, that would be so cool. I, but I didn't ever think it would be re- real. I like, I like that. I like the, I, uh, I like the name name drop. And of, he actually of... Rancor trainers kind of perfect for Danny, yeah. isn't it? You know? Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Red like... looks as if he's took a few hits off mm-hmm. a few of them, you know. <laughs> yeah, I like the uh, the mention of the w- witches of Dathomir, which I still stand yep. stand by. We could do Star Wars horror, guys. Give me the green light, Dathomir. I got you, Star Wars horror. I got this. Um, but yeah, I I dug all all of that. Uh, I I'm kind of mad at Mike sh- shattering the glass about the the lack of 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 uh person personal you know uh interactions in in the show because it makes me sad that we might not actually but always a season two two thing um man yeah that that, those are some of the things that i really dug especially about the this this episode even like getting the the teens like you said cam recruiting i even like that aspect of it i think one of the things i like is the performances are all good so far Mm -hmm. and i was kind of worried when the teens showed up i thought i'm not going to like these guys and and part of that's looking at the rides and going little like that right Right. but they were okay actually you know they were okay they all they all didn't have much to do but the little they did do they kind of did quite well um you know, and and I think Morrison and and Mingna Wayne are just pretty engaging any time they're in it. I thought Black Kristanton was really cool that fight, basically kind of catching Boba when he's not getting any armor on, any weapons. I mean, it's not a very fair fight, and he was going to get absolutely killed there if if it wasn't for the fact that everybody did just go suddenly. Boba Fett's in trouble. Running, um, my fat sense is ting- my fat sense is ting- tingling. <laughs> tingling. My master is in trouble. I must flee. Um, they get you know it was good to see like a Wookiee literally just grab two Gamerian gam- guards and just pow you know yeah. because he just the strength between him and little Tamara Morrison is you know is just vastly different um, you know so I was kind of wondering at first how they were going to get him out of it and I love the fact that you know uh, BK stabbed hit with axes <laughs> all this and he's just like you know, um, yeah. and shakes off so you know he was a badass and, and that I like the was bite. cool the bite was cool like- yep yeah. It was a real I'm fight. Not, it was a, I'm not a and that's Robert Rodriguez. If you bunker. watch his, if, yeah, with Robert Rodriguez's films and stuff, he yeah. he's very realistic in fight scenes. It's not mm. it's not a choreograph where it's you know martial arts or anything. It's it, almost Bro. what a real street fight would look like, you know. Yeah. That and that's what he used there. The biting, you know, um, in how the young woman, the you know, she walks up nonchalantly, gets her her knife out, and just goes straight for the stab and everything. Not trying to do anything, you know, crazy with it. Goes right to you know, stabbing mm-hmm. the abdomen mm-hmm. and taking the. Yeah, you're right. Goes. I mean, like the fight was well well structured, and in that, I appreciate the way Rodriguez put it together. Mm-hmm. Pity, you know, he just didn't match that to the chasing, which mm-hmm. didn't work for me. Yeah, but, the, again, the chasing is chasing. Yeah. Yeah. 
Mikey, what about what about you, man? man? So kind of like with you guys, we got to see really the first time a Wookiee's like rage, right? That like <laughs> in Star Wars, we've heard about it. You you saw a little bit but with what Chewie about here. Solo? You you know. Um, <laughs> I thought this version with Robert Rodriguez is, you know, kind of, you know, directing it. We saw the, a real Wookiee's rage. And we also got to learn a lot about the Rancors um, and, and kind of their, their personality or, you know, their, you know, how they interact with other beings and, and being docile. And then mm-hmm. having that first, you know, vision and, and uh, attachment to the first thing it sees. And so, because besides Return of the Jedi, I think the only other time we hear, you know, talking about Rancor was in, I think Bad Batch, when they had their one episode where they had the data capture the baby, the baby Rancor. One. Um, and I think there was one in Attack of the Clones or, or Clone Wars, I mean. Um, yeah, there was there, um, the, when they were on Dathomir, I think. There yeah, was I think somewhere. Something to do with them at that point. But they're also on another planet as well, I seem to remember. Yeah, and so um, it's, but it's very small. And, you know, there's that mythological. Yeah. And so, but to have Danny Trejo, you know, be the trainer and then say, you know, and say, and give kind of the, the that they're really, you know, um, you know, instinctive creatures and that they, you know, in, uh, attach to their, their master, the first you know, thing that it sees very well and that they're very loyal and stuff. I was like, okay, this gives it kind of more depth to this, you know, mm-hmm. this character. It's so, more like a dog. Yeah, yeah. And so now you look back at Return of the Jedi with Jabba's Palace, that made the Rancor. Um, what was the uh, the trainer in Return oh, of the Jedi? Oh, don't ask me his name. Yeah, I used to know the name of it. I can't remember his name. The only reason why I could... The only reason why I even like have a remote Ooh. know the name is because uh, I used to play this the card game, the Star Wars. Yeah. Like they had Magic at the Gathering, they had Star Wars version, and yeah, he was I one of the characters. Um, Maliki oh. or Malaki. Something Ma- like that. Malakili. 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 Yeah. So, but now you watch that and you realize that was Danny Trejo's like like character for Return of the Jedi. Yeah. That, yeah. that was his trainer. That was the Rancor trainer. So when dies, it's like oh like that makes more sense now it's like seeing you know instead of because you know there's that everybody kind of was like oh watching return of the Jedi, you see that part and you're like oh, okay maybe this guy has just a weird fascination with i remember reading maybe, about him and maybe they were Tales lovers Jabba's you know? palace. <laughs> so, so yeah you so. probably read that as well kill the tales oh, of yeah. Jabba's palace where you go into like how he got there and all that it's, mm-hmm. it's quite similar yeah, yeah in some ways yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, D- Disney sitting sitting here, you know, no no longer ignoring that source material. KK said they they didn't have. Um, I can't really think of of like trying trying to think of any anything that I really wanted to to bring bring up that we we didn't because uh, we brought up not getting off off planet to see see other things the the chase chase scene the the teens and and stuff and i just like like i said i i i wouldn't a hundred percent three episode rule it but it would i would be really hard pressed to continue on weekly if i didn't have to um, so I quit. Not <laughs> <laughs> done. Me and can't take uh, it. Can't, can't, can't. Um, no. So, uh, but but I would still come come back. I would still want to see, especially considering a few few things that we know, few things that we've t- talked about. Cad Bane. Um, but 
there I don't have connections to a lot of those characters, you know. Right. Bosk is one I I do to a degree, to a degree, uh, although the, they're benefiting from additional storytelling that I also have not seen from the, the comics and, yeah, and yeah. whatnot. So it it's just it's both enjoyable but disappointing, and that is infuriating. Do you think <laughs> I'm because, happily pissed? <laughs> well, do you think it's because they're they're using the the crime syndicate of the Pikes, which if you didn't watch. The Clone Wars, you wouldn't, re- you know, like because no. watching the Clone, like that's the connection for me is like the Pike Syndicate. So it kind of yeah. gives me that, like, okay, we're I know, you know, the background behind them. I know some of the other Crime Syndicate families or uh, organizations that they, you know. So it's kind of like it's giving me that hope that each week that we keep growing and growing because now it's like we got a we I think what was it just one reference of the Pikes in Episode One. There's more references in Episode Two, and now it's like it's kind of opening itself up as it's going to be Boba versus the Pikes. Right. I mean, I don't see that. You know, I have to say, I don't see it. Uh, to me, it seems obvious that set up. The, the, yeah, I think that's the, the big Pikes setup. Here. A smoke screen for something else. I mean, who they are working for. Oh, well, I'm talking about like the first act of this show. Like the, the you know, there's that mid-level boss scene, mm-hmm. you know, I think that's yeah. what this this is is that the you they we think the pikes are the big big mm-hmm. kahunas but they're they're not right there's someone okay. else above, yeah. above them so fett thinks he takes care of the issue issue here and then here comes you know big papa whatever the f- fuck you know um papa Palpatine. scroll <laughs> i still still <laughs> I, I i will i will say this disney i i will gladly tr- trade everything you've done <laughs> to get another Star Wars special allowed to make fun of everything you've done from <laughs> Robot Chicken. Yes. Because <laughs> that was gold. That was gold. Um, yeah. Uh, man, I, we, it all depends on how, how it lands. Like, like I kind of got wor- worried a bit about, you know, Star Wars is so re- reliant right now on prequel era slash Clone War era uh, stories. And, uh, Part of me is understanding of why, why, even though I think the broader fan base could be a, appealed to much in the way the OT do, does without alienating some because they aren't into the pre, prequel er, era. Um, but I get I get it. You've got an audience that's making you some money. But I, I don't know. It just – this all may, makes me so much more want to go a, a thousand years in either direction to get so far away from it that, that it'll never look or, or, or sound like what I've seen, but it it can still be star Wars. But, um, I guess, you know, let's grade it. Episode three, shocky. What, what say you, man? Um, in between a very high B plus, a low a minus. Um, okay. Somewhere around there. I, I really enjoyed, uh, the black Christian scene um, really enjoyed, you know, the, the Rancor. We finally got kind of somewhat closure on the Tuscan Raiders. But to me, the, that chase scene that like, it took me out of it. And I was like, ah, you know, what could have been done in 30 seconds or less, you know, mm-hmm. got dragged out for a little bit longer. Um, but then it's interesting to see with the Pikes, you know, coming on to Tatooine and it, 
it's got me intrigued to seeing what where is that going because we still don't understand the value of that that planet you know it's there's water there's some spices why is there you know a big crime syndicate why are the huts you know so invested into this planet why you know are the pikes invested why does boba you know care about tatooine so much so maybe we'll finally figure that out okay so you said b b plus yeah i'll go with b plus okay cam well my written review i gave it a b minus um i'm not really going to change it was definitely my least favorite episode of the three um other than the the bk boba fight fight and even then i kind of was annoyed at how he just appeared out of nowhere to do that but there's just i just didn't like the direction overall of this episode. I didn't particularly like the design of some of the elements. Um, so it wasn't, as I said earlier on, it wasn't the script of this episode that was my issue. It was the execution. I just didn't think it was well executed and, and it took away from it a lot. So, yeah, be minus. I have a, a lot, a lot of, of problem with the with the chase scene, the, the bike the bikes themselves, the speeder bikes themselves. And then, like I said, just several moments, like no, no guard is able to stop the, the Wookiee. Hey, the Wookiee gets all the way up, up there. It takes that long for them to, to get to, to him. Uh, so many, it, it, it's a C, C plus. <laughs> I'm sorry. Sorry. Yeah, it's, a C, it's a C plus plus. Uh, and part of it, straws that break the camel's back back's not broken yet but it, it's getting that there for for me on on some things but like i said i want to like it i really do and i i think that might even be what's making it more aggravating to me is because i could see where potential. not change not yeah not, not even changing not e- like you said uh, you know changing the way you executed it so yeah. so to speak not changing story elements you know and yeah. That that I think I might be kind of getting fed. I think so. I think too we're getting so used to the formula now because we've gotten two seasons of Mando. Now this where we kind of expect okay first half of the season is going to be very sluggish, very slow. We're not going to get a whole lot about you know we're going to get little tidbits of details of the story, and then the la- last half is you know backloaded with all these bam bam bam. So kind of you know Kyle, you're saying is that. You're almost at the point where hey, I might walk away, but it, it's going to take that next episode to really sink me in and say, all right, I'm in it, back in it all the way. Because mm-hmm. Mando season two is that formula is the same thing where the first four yeah. episodes, you know, we get to see a crate dragon for the first time. But mm-hmm. then it really like really there wasn't much there. Takes and then, it's time, but it's, it's yeah. done I'll still a lot better than this. But yeah. I also remember, too, and I don't want to like defend it too much because I understand that it was filmed during different yeah. circumstances. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, we brought yeah. that up during our yeah. uh, wheel of wheel of time d- discussion. Yeah. That you know how how the p- pandemic can affect the things. And if you're interested in that discussion, you can find it o- over here at lrmonline.com. I know, right? It's almost like I'm a I'm a I'm a professional. Um, and now I forgot where I was. Megan <laughs> oh, reviewed. You'll find it. Uh, in yeah, you'll find everything network. on the uh, yeah. genreverse.com, uh, lrmonline.com, the Genreverse po- 
podcast network, as Cam was pointing out. Wherever you get your podcast from, I'm showing you Spotify right now. No Mercy podcast uh, did our middle episode covering the last uh, – covering episodes four, five, and six of Cobra Kai. It's a really great show. Suggest you guys check it out. Daily Cup of Genre, Anime Versal Reviews, Marvel Multiverse Mayhem, Breaking Geek, The Cantina, all sorts of other things, including The the Dragon Reviewed where we talked about The the Wheel of Time, which also had very obvious – production issues not necessarily in distancing but the way cuts were made adr and th- things like that I so, so, yeah. <laughs> actors disappearing and of course our uh brand new genreverse youtube ch- channel please do s- subscribe to it uh and don't don't leave the lrm uh youtube channel because all of our our celebrity interviews still go up on mm-hmm. there uh cam what do you want us to say plug social media or whatever whatever just remember to check out lrmonline.com for news stories about film, rumours, and, and all our kind of interviews. You can find all the podcasts on there as well, you know, um, because we do uh, have them all kind of come on the front page. But, yeah, there's a lot more on the actual website itself too. Shaki? No, just a big thank you for those who listen to our shows and, you know, who subscribe. And, you know, we do this, uh, you know, for fun, but also, you know, kind of celebrate the the nerd and geek them that we you know all share together and stuff so for those of you who who sit here and listen to us just normal guys oh excuse me just normal guys you know just talking about star wars or any of the other podcasts we really appreciate it yep absolutely and with that guys may the force be may the, may the force be with you bye Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino online. I was only playing for fun, so winning was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's favorite free online social casino. You, too, could have the chance to win life-changing cash prizes. Absolutely anybody could be like Mary. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumboCasino.com and play for free now. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18-plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of the winner. 